We are back for another Codex Cantina episode, which is just two guys talking literature, trying to make sense of it. Now, we spend a lot of time pushing ourselves, trying to understand this literature, organizing it, and then bringing it to a conversational approach for how we deliver it. And we've absolutely put more money in it than we've gotten out of it. So if you guys are considering supporting this channel, we'd appreciate you checking out our Patreon link at patreon.com slash the Codex Cantina, as well as Ko-Fi of ko-fi.com slash the Codex Cantina. It all helps us in running the show, along with commercials, guys. So thank you so much. We're going to do a quick commercial break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. Happy International Friendship Day. No, I'm not making that up. July 30th, congratulations. Here we are, and I think it's gotten a little bit of a boom because is it a real holiday? Well, it's kind of promoted by like the greeting card industry, but I think it's gotten a boom, particularly with the advancement of the internet and the fact that a lot of us are staying home more, that it's a good day to have an excuse to reach out to those friends that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. You know, there's like a day, there's a holiday for every day, right? Who makes these up? Who picks them? Like there's a donut day, a bacon day, Oh, and yeah. and I didn't know about this until you told me about it. And I'm like, there's a friendship day? I never knew about that. You know, I'm nearly 43 years old, and this is the first time I'm hearing of it. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you think about these donut companies. They're like, yeah, I'm all for donut day. Come in, buy five, get one free, or, you know, like some, like there's, there's industry there's behind a gimmick. promoting yeah. it. Right. Right. Who's, <laughs> who's benefiting from friendship day besides the card companies, right? Like, like. <laughs> Flower companies? Did you send your friend flowers? <laughs> I sent you no flowers. I instead sat you down under the hot lights uh, of the recording studio and said, let's talk about books. <laughs> All right. Well, read me that friendship poem, friend. A poem of friendship by Nikki Giovanni. We are not lovers because of the love we make, but the love we have. We are not friends because of the laughs we spend, but the tears we save. I don't want to be near you for the thoughts we share, but the words we never have to speak. I will never miss you because of what we do, but what we are together. Oh, that's nice. That first line throw you off at all, the, the we're not lovers thing? <laughs> it actually did. It, it, the, <laughs> that was the first thing that my brain went to was, all right, why is the poem? And I start, I have a question for you to start right off with that. Okay, okay. Hit why, me does with the Hit poem, me with why does the poem start with the the lover's angle of friendship and then take a hard turn to what we would consider i guess friendship friendship like the traditional uh non-sexual friendship why, why does it do that like plutonic love or something like that would you yeah call it platonic that love yeah yeah okay, okay. bro love well he, here's <laughs> here's an interesting thing i i really have been thinking about this i've got no hard notes for this this is all just talking off the cuff, right? Like International Friendship Day, let's relate to each other here. Why is friendship, like when I think of friendship, it's like almost like this term that's not even defined. You know what I mean? Like like when we think of love, like like particularly husband, wife, we're both married men, right? And when we think about our, our love for our wives, it's defined, it's legal, right? We have health benefits. We have the ability to uh, make decisions on terms of like uh, life and death in situations where we would become vegetables. There's literally <laughs> like, there's no legal backing. There's no benefits for friendship. It's like this really undefined thing. 
which I think is interesting because it's almost like, is friendship defined against what it's not? Well, that kind of takes us into the second part of the poem, right? Where it says, we are not friends because of this. And for me, it got me thinking of, of, well, friendship is very complex, obviously, but the poem kind of alludes to the idea that a lot of people maybe just base their friendship on their commonalities. Like you and I became friends because of our love of Star Wars and a Star Wars mm -hmm. game and our love of reading. But mm -hmm. our friendship has evolved that we're not friends because of just those things. There's more to it than just that. You know, this is okay. I'm going to date myself here. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring up Facebook. I know it's not cool anymore, but hey, Facebook, <laughs> when you define your marriage on Facebook. I, I think there's, it's complicated and some situations like that, which is fine. Uh, but uh, you know, there's also the in relationship with X, Y, Z or married to person X. And right. then there's friendships, friends, right? Th these are people that you may have not talked to since high school. Like maybe they just wanted to see what you're doing, kind of internet stalk you. <laughs> these could be <laughs> someone like Guilty. you and me who have talk to each other almost every single day for the last what six years seven i don't even know how long it's been now about seven years now yeah yeah like like it could be people like that it could be it could be siblings right like siblings are classified as friends even on facebook it, it's this really broad category and and when we talk about like what is true friendship right is that something that is lesser than like true love right like like is is my relationship with my wife above all other things of friendship? And I think when we talk about this, that's a very societal driven thing, right? So maybe some people in Aboriginal countries or, you know, something like that, like they don't view it the same way, right? But here in America, at least, love is, there's no question, like married love is clearly superior to friendship love. And I think that's, I guess I've never really challenged that before, until recently, I guess, is is why is one version superior to the other, I guess, is a genuine question I have. I'm going to kind of blow your mind here. So first of all, I think that it, it's crazy that we rank this or have like a hierarchy of friendship. And then when you throw love into the mix, that's something different entirely. I don't know if you have to have love to have a friendship. And I don't know if you have to have a friendship to have love. But for me, when I think about, like, you say that is is yours with your wife the highest because you're married and you love her, but I look at it of my wife is my best friend, then I have my best friend that's not my wife, which is you. <laughs> so, like, when I say, oh, my best friend, most people know that I'm talking about you, but, like, when I talk to my wife, I always tell her, like, well, you're my best friend, but I it... it does does that matter? Does well, the I don't love get component... any of your health insurance benefits, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's from a governmental standpoint, not from a societal norm. And I think that really it's individualistic, right? I think it depends on situations. Uh, because for a long time, uh, you know, to get a little bit personal, for a long time, my sister and I weren't friends. Uh, we really didn't like each other at all uh, until much later in life. Uh, we, we didn't get along as, as children. And we had very different paths in life. And it wasn't probably till maybe 15 years or so ago, we went through some heartaches together. We grew together. We realized that we were friends 
And then we became like, you know, closer and then realized that we loved each other. So like, it wasn't love and then friendship. It was friendship and then love. And and again, I think that was because it was a, you know, a unique situation of of my sister and I. I was reading, so it's kind of a little bit of a subject change here. I'm reading this book that got recommended to me. I I don't know if I've ever told you, um, I have this friend who was one of my best best men in in my in my weddings? I, I had seven groomsmen, and he's asexual. Okay, <laughs> so he, he's asexual, so he's not attracted to women. Um, I think he's aromantic as well. You know, whatever whatever titles you want to put on it. But I started reading right. this this book called uh, Ace, which is meant to kind of explore and challenge stereotypes about asexual individuals. And I, w- I wanted to learn more, especially since he's been of someone I've known for 40 years and I've never really read or learned much about asexuality. And here's what's interesting is it gave me this term that I was just like, whoa, say that again. Slow down. <laughs> but um, blow my mind. Give it to me. Well, it, it, it talked about it, So what it was doing is it was trying to challenge how I view friendship. And what is attachment? Because asexual people can be married, they can have relationships, and they can also be not into having sex. They could be not into even romantic with that person. And it said, it basically like got you to the point where you're like, okay, I accept that this is fine. I accept people look at love and maybe view life and needs differently. And then it challenged me to say, what's the difference between that and a queer platonic relationship? And I was like, wait, wait, queer, queer platonic, wait, what? slow down, what's that mean? And that was just a really interesting way of calling a good friend of the same sex, queer platonic. My favorite label is from Jay and Silent Bob, hetero life mate. <laughs> We're like, they're just, they're, they're just friends forever, right? I also think about like friendship is, is way more, and again, I, I, I kind of argue against the thing that, I mean, I love my wife more than anybody in the world. But I I think that somebody could, not me maybe personally, but I think that people can eventually have friendships that are of equal uh, value, I guess you could say. Think about about this. My my grandma and her, quote, boyfriend, who I basically consider my grandfather because I've known him for like 30 years, um, but he's not my biological grandfather. They, they, I don't know how intimate they were, but they're 94, 95 now. They're not intimate anymore, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but they're just together for their friendship, for that camaraderie to support each other and to talk with each other and just hang out with each other. And I guess that brings me to like the last line of the, the poem is that, you know, I will never miss you. Are there certain aspects of a relationship that you don't miss because other things become more important as a relationship evolves? I don't play the Star Wars game anymore, but... I don't miss that because I still get to have my relationship with you through this YouTube. I want to misquote Ludacris here and say I got bros in different area codes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in a closer area code now, though. <laughs> you are. You are. You've moved closer. So I guess I'll say this to my brother from another mother. Happy International Friendship Day. My life is so much better with you being in it. And I hope everyone else there spends some time to reach out to their friend and Tell them what they mean to them. You never know if you're going to ever get that chance again. So take every moment to mean something. And happy International Friendship Day from your internet friend, Una. Peace out. Peace.